Hello, rubbish robots from the dawn of time. Welcome to the Game of Rassilon Live, our very first live-streamed, YouTubed, streamer-hold uh, thing that we are doing. Uh, I am your your host and your GM. I guess I'm not really the host because I'm not the only person here. It's a team effort. I'm the GM, Ben Padden. Uh, and we have with us, we have the regular crew. We have, as the doctor, we have Riley Silverman. Hello. And Ben, if I may speak for the entire group. You can be the host if you think you want to be the host. <laughs> Sec- I mean, I'm seconded. pretty. I, I am great. So yeah, you're like you very much are like Beetlejuice, and that you are the host for the most. So I am. Oh. Yeah. In a technical sense, you're also hosting the the streams. So you, you and, are. And in a li- in a literal sense, like Beetlejuice, I have tried to kill Catherine O'Hara. And continuing on, we have uh, <laughs> as as Travis, we have Dan Peck. Hi, you leave Catherine O'Hara alone. She is a yeah, treasure. I didn't know that it could be a crimes against humanity. <laughs> What's going on? I will, I will turn myself in after the stream. Um, as our, usually as our engineer, but who will be playing as a character yet to be named, Michael Nixon. Hi, I'll be back later. It's so far, it's a mystery. Ooh, bye. And uh, finally, a new, the newest addition to our little menagerie of, of TARDIS folk playing as Carrie, Kate Lay. Moshi moshi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Uh, so before we begin, uh, we will be starting the game in just a moment, but I actually want to hand over to Kate, uh, who has a few words she would like to share. Yeah. Um, if you can't see it clearly, I'm wearing my amazing Asian American Girl Club shirt. Uh, shout out to Ali Mackey and all the amazing Asian women who help create that and fund that. Um, in light of recent circumstances that's all i'm gonna say about it if you if you don't know um please google atlanta uh and it, it should be kind of the first thing you see i don't need to really re-traumatize anybody by explaining what happened but um i did want to take this time with all of you who are so wonderful out there because you accept my chaos and that you know, that's very kind of you, because <laughs> you don't have to. Um, but I wanted to take this time and our, our time today with the live show with everyone to say that it wouldn't cost you any extra to be a little kind to people in general. Um, maybe keep in mind that Everybody has off days, has problems, has trauma of some kind, everybody, even the collective trauma that's happening right now with the pandemic. Um, And I'm not saying that that should cloak the way you move through the world. You shouldn't be always in pain for these people, but maybe take a breath before you say something 
because it really could be the last thing that somebody hears. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is hug your family. Love them a lot because nothing is promised and they can't hear you tell them that you love them when they're not on this plane. So if you got people you love in your life, hug them today, tell them that you love them because it's important. And um, we don't really stand for hate here. I know I don't of any kind. And there's a lot of it in the world. So my ask to all allies out there would be share a little bit more kindness. And to my Asian family, because we're all family. Um, I see you. I hear you. I'm crying with you because of the audacity of this situation. And you are so valid and so beautiful. And you mean something to someone. Everybody, you mean something to someone. So please remember that when things are really hard, that you matter and you're special. And it's, it's, kind of a wonder that human life is even here. We're literally a fluke. So be beautiful, be kind, and tell those that you love that you love them. And uh, that's my piece before I start bawling any harder. Um, put makeup on for you guys, okay? <laughs> so don't make me cry it off. There's glitter on here. <laughs> Expensive face glitter. <laughs> and you just go down to Party City and just like grab sprinkles. You're like fully... Yeah, you want, you're going for that uh, tears down the face, bad wolf rose at the end of season one look that you... You know. That's a fun reference you don't get. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like, I'm actually just impersonating Kim Kardashian's cry when she's like eh. <laughs> No, but you're believable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a better yeah. actress. <laughs> there, there is there's a great uh, Doctor Who quote um uh, that that Morgan Hatfield in the chat has just brought up which is uh, always try to be nice but never fail to be kind and I think that's 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 that kind of, I think perfectly That's beautiful. summarizes the Yeah. Uh, it's, there does, I don't know, sorry, no, I'm getting a bit wet-eyed. Uh, I don't know how we transition from that very beautiful, heartfelt message into, uh, sci-fi nonsense, but let's give it a go! I think well, we have, uh, I think the way to do it, then, is to then say, never eat pears. So we've got Never that. eat, that's it, yes. Okay, now we've they're, they're too squishy and they, get, they make your chin wet. I think that's really the crux <laughs> of what I, I just want to say, say on behalf of the rest of the cast, and hopefully our audience as well, uh, we love you. We love you so much, Kate. So, uh, oh, yes. thank you, everyone, and I, I adore you back. And you know, as much as there has been Asian drama, uh, we need to f- focus on Asian joy. So, let's have Absolutely. a little bit of that. Um, and uh, let's have some chaos, because who doesn't <laughs> like that on a Saturday? I'm ready. I've had my. Life. I'm writing down. Let's all have right. some chaos as a just, as, right. as a Kate quote of all time. <laughs> Yeah, there's your there's your 2022 ribbon. 
<laughs> and also, yeah. when something goes horribly awry in this episode, we can all go, let's have some chaos. Hey. Let's have some chaos. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm ready. Also, if I um, if I hurt anyone's feelings just by generally being myself and you start crying, um, you can just say, no, it's from before. You're fine. And then you can yell at me when we're not on the air. Let's, ha- <laughs> let's, let's kick things off. All right. Here we are. London, December 3rd. 1985. Our heroes, the Doctor, Travis, and Carrie, are leaving the Empire Theatre in London's Leicester Square, having just attended yet another glitzy premiere of a pop culture classic. This time, the UK premiere of Back to the Future. Yes! <laughs> After an exciting night spent in the company of people watching one of what, one of the greatest films ever made for the very first time, Followed by casual conversation with the film's stars, as well as some of the biggest names in British entertainment, legendary comedian Victoria Wood, game show host Bruce Forsyth, and that skinny blonde fella who used to be on All Creatures Great and Small, to name a few. Our trio of time travellers are, after a couple of false positives, walking walking up a cold, wet London street. Well, first of all, we have to have the reaction shot of me walking past that gentleman going... (laughs) (laughs) yes uh, the doctor's been muttering about all the inaccuracies of time travel that were that were present in back to the future (laughs) and and then and then she's like well and don't get me started i mean look i i I don't want to spoil the sequels for you if you haven't seen them but i i definitely don't want to say to that because there are people here who haven't seen them yet but but i don't understand why you know there's such a specific instructions about fixed points in time and not being able to change things but apparently biff tannic can do whatever he wants and that's just how time travel i mean what is he a time lord what is he me i don't think that biff tannic is a doctor because i definitely i know that like rules of time and space and and, and continuity don't apply to like anything that i do but i still feel like as a film narrative it's fine don't worry i get upset but what is your stance on having a delorean oh that's delightful um if i could turn my ship into delorean i would put it um it does. It does not. And um, I've tried, uh, but you know, being circuit broken on the fits, uh, almost, almost as much as my British accent. But uh, I, I'm trying to do it anyway. So that's how things go. All right, uh, Dan. Did you have anything to add to that? Nope. I'm just enjoying no. this. <laughs> All well. right. So. As I said, after a couple of false positives walking towards a couple of uh, uh, TARDIS-shaped objects that actually weren't TARDISes at all, uh, you are walking up a cold, wet London street towards the familiar shape of what is definitely the Doctor's TARDIS. Uh, And as you enter the TARDIS, you hear uh, the phone on the console ringing. In fact, it seems like it's been ringing, ringing for a little while. The ringer is hoarse, which is unexpected because uh, it's, it's usually a cat, being as it is a Garfield novelty phone from the early 90s. Uh, it is, however, a phone, and it is ringing. I hope you don't mind me making the phone on the TARDIS a Garfield novelty phone. No, I am all for it. That image just... That fits extremely well with the idea. I, I'm surprised we haven't like... said that earlier yeah. in the past few years of this show. Yeah. Uh, for those who have not heard the description of my TARDIS on the show, uh, my TARD, my, my, I had crashed in the 90s and had to rebuild my TARDIS from parts, and so my, my TARDIS very much resembles a 90s uh, coffee shop vibe. And so a, a Garfield, uh, it's a Garfield phone, but it's also a Garfield phone that would have been ironic for whoever had originally established mm. it for the coffee shop that I took it from. Um, <laughs> oh, um, boy, that, that, that doesn't normally ring. And it, mostly because the ring is so irritating, but I will, uh, okay. And so I grab the phone and I answer it. 
Uh, uh, there's hello? a click. What's all this then? Uh. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of, of accent humor. Anyway, uh, hello. Um, this is the doctor. Hello. Uh, uh, what? You Excuse me. Wait, you're you're the doctor. Yeah, you you called, so I I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I just said in case of emergency. I thought, wow, I thought you were a story. This is incredible. Um, uh, uh, uh hello. I um, I really I need I, th I need your help. Um, a case I'm working on has gone. Uh, it's gone a bit awry, and I I don't I I've lost track of my father, and I've I've come to investigate his office, but but the only thing left was posted it just said in case of emergency uh, uh call the number so i i, I gave it a call and and the, the woman from my bedtime story says uh, answer the phone this is incredible yeah i thought you were a myth this is wild um right um well i hope you brushed your teeth and flossed um but um <laughs> I, I, I will now jeez Oh, well, you should have. I mean, that was part of the story. There was... Anyway, um, Flossing's... first of all, who is your father, and who are you, and where can I find you? Oh, um, well, I guess... And actually, while he's talking, I have already programmed my TARDIS to follow the signal on the other side of the phone, so I think that he's he's explaining where he is, possibly, but the TARDIS is actually materializing behind him. As yes, that's perfect. Uh, yes, oh, sorry. I probably definitely should have started there, yes. Oh, um, hang on, and then I hang up the phone, and then I walk over uh, open the door, uh, and I go, let's do it this way, um, hello, uh, um, um, I'm the doctor, and who, and who are you? And I'm, like, leaning out the TARDIS door, hello, um, yeah, uh, and yeah so, definitely uh, lost, but, um, the, I'm, <laughs> I'm the doctor, and who are you? The person who turns around, um, I, I, I want to imagine in a very film noir kind of reveal through lighting, uh, shot. Uh, the the whoosh of a khaki trench coat uh, as all three legs turn uh, to uh, uh, the, the green faced uh, multi nostrils uh, two eyed visage of uh, uh, someone who looks familiar but is is, is uh, turns to you and says uh, hello uh, I'm I'm Grog and I'm I've lost my father uh, Snog he he talks about you a lot oh get out oh my gosh. Um, you're you're Fenog's boy. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, I. <laughs> yeah, he's my dad. He's a great dad. Um, oh, so he finally but, got out of the TARDIS. Listen, oh, that's right. We dropped him off. I've a lot of things happened. <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, used yes. to live. He used to live in here. Actually, um, there was like a whole town. There was a murder and lots of stuff. But then I, I eventually dropped. Oh wait, are we on? Are we on Megapolis, or did you all spread out and go somewhere else? We, uh, dad, uh, dad moved a few years after. We're, um, we're actually on the planet Trope. It's a lovely world. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of, I've heard fog. a few of them. You can't, uh, no, <laughs> people just keep talking about Trope all the time and dropping tropes into things, and it's just very, uh, very annoying. That's exactly what my dad said. He was like, oh, Trope this, Trope that. I should check it out for myself. And he came here and he was like, oh, I want to stay. Um, and then, you know, I, I came into the picture a few There's uh, a lot of problematic later. tropes, from what I understand, about your population <laughs> that are here. I'm not going to name any of them because actually describing them is very offensive because then it might traumatize people. But I just wanted to – you are – I hope you're not a problematic trope. I just hope that you're – sorry. I, I hope – I hope not. Well, I am also a private detective, so there are the, the sort of – Various entanglements of law enforcement being sort of tricky. Um, but uh, I sort of okay. Yeah, that is a, that, that, that is that is classic trope. All right. Um, go ahead and 
and uh, explain. So your father, for Sofinog, is missing. Yes, uh, he was investigating uh, a criminal ring of 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 counterfeit transmat receivers. I had it on the paper. Um, uh, uh, and uh, he's he's disappeared. I don't know if the the transmat thieves or counterfeiters or however that if they've stolen him or grabbed him via transmat or some sort of nefariousness afoot. Okay, wait. So if uh, if they're tri- counterfeit. Transmat, so they don't actually function as transmats. They're like, or or they just, I don't, I don't know how a transmat could be counterfeited. So what I'm gonna do now is is ask me to tell you what my you mouth know. will open, and the GM will speak words. Um, basically, there are these counterfeit transmat receiver pads. Um, okay, that's just and... restating what Michael said. Um... Yes, <laughs> yes, it's yes, yes. See you and me, you and me. Um, <laughs> Teamwork. Uh, uh, because they're counterfeit, they're made from, like, it's like when you buy a knockoff iPhone or those hoverboards that people were buying that would catch on fire because they're not, they're not legit. Um, the counterfeit trans- the real hoverboards yeah. that actually So I've just spent, I've said, spent a lot of words saying oh, the same thing. When you said hoverboards that were counterfeit, real quick digression, I know we have a limited time when we can't do our show. <laughs> my brother bought in, like, a room when Back to the Future 2 came out, my brother bought fake hoverboard that somebody had sold him and it was no. like a scam and it was no. just like a skateboard deck that it had been like wrapped with something and looked like a hoverboard it didn't actually work and so when you say that's what i was thinking of and not like the actual electronics that are called hoverboards that colony stark rides around on so yeah. i now i understand what you were saying but that's why my brain went to that weird place but oh as opposed to real hoverboards yeah there really were real hoverboards i apologize yeah me. sorry so because they're made from like cheap it's like again it's like buying a knockoff iphone charger brick where it will, it will catch fire or melt or mm-hmm. i don't know fuse into the uh, the adapter the power adapter on your uh, samsung phone mm. meaning you have to buy a new phone naming no specific events that may have occurred to me or my girlfriend in the last six months mm-hmm. um so because they're made from counterfeit parts it's very hit and miss as to whether what is being transmitted to the pad is going to arrive in you, you say one piece okay, so if you are a person yeah. you're taking your life into your hands all right um and so- grog says that with his human, well, not human, with his green-faced alien mouth. Well, wow, you had Extremely a slightly, you had a slightly different accent. That's interesting. Um, all right. Um, so, so he used the counterfeit pad, or he was just trying to unlock the counterfeit pad ring. I hope he. I certainly hope he didn't use one. They've been leading to all sorts of uh, terrible injuries and and um, well, explosions. Um. Right. Uh, Molecular destabilizations, that sort of thing. Very dangerous. He would be not um, great, as I put it quite bluntly. So, okay. It would be not uh, grape. It would make you, it would be a jam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to imagine that on the wall of his home, there is like a very intricately framed your grape sticker that has been like placed and is like lovingly in a, in a place of honor amongst like a mantle or something. Oh, it's probably the family coat of arms at this point. Yeah. yeah. It's like the household gods. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our, um, <laughs> our badge is a little grape on it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a people people don't know they don't know the joke or like 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 in, in their life. Or like, wow, the Fenarchs love wine. They're just always going on about it. Lava, lava, it's the tewa. Um, the te, the, the tewa. It's another trope. Uh, wine losers sniffing things. Um, anywho, uh, oh god, I'm lost. What was I talking about? Help. Oh, uh, your, your father, you hope your father didn't use the thing because if he did, he'd be very injured. Sorry, I was just so distracted by the, 
the open door to the transcendental space behind you that is clearly larger with two other people staring at me. Um, yeah, right, I, again, I, I figure, I, I, I'm I sorry, I thought your father would explain to you. <laughs> this, is, this is Carrie, and this is Travis, Hello. and they are my Tra- friends. The Travis, oh wow. That's yes, cool. hi, I'm friends with your daddy. What grade are you in? I'm sorry, I'm not great. I'm not great with kids. I think he's an adult, Travis. I think no, I know, but because we know his dad. I think dad. he might be older than you, and it's weird that you call his father his daddy. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, a fully grown with... eight-year-old adult. How dare you? Um, right. so, you I'm know still what? reeling actually, from back to actually, the future. Now I'm, I'm a sorry. little more. Now I'm actually a little more okay with Travis because you're only eight. But still, it's weird. You, you shouldn't. Have, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Did you go to boarding honestly, school? Honestly, like, calling your father daddy is a trope, so I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, but actually, call him. My father is, uh, is weird. Um, sorry, uh, Carrie, I apologize. My, my father's stories did not include you, but I imagine you're pretty cool if you're hanging out with these folks. Um, yeah, it's been a ride. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm picking up on that. Um, <laughs> I would tell you about several of them, but most of the people watching have not heard those yet, and I don't want to spoil it for them. <laughs> It's not just the adventures that have occurred, it's the ones yet to come in Season 3 of The Game of Rassilon, already available at thegameofrassilon.com. It's it's like jazz. It's the adventures you don't hear. Um, (laughs) 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 um, uh, So like early Big Finish stuff is what you're... Uh, I'm actually sorry. Look look forward to Um, the the War Carry. It's going to be coming very soon. It's going to be delightful. Yes, the War Grog box set. uh, Lots of the, the war trope. It's a trope. Uh, I believe um, that's going to be called War is Not Grape. But anyway, let's get back to the plot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, well, surely you're right. the Grapes of Wrath, surely. Anyway, yes. That's... Sorry, I'm, I'm very nervous because of the my father being missing. Um, uh, uh, right. Yes, Sorry he was investigating the counterfeiters. I, uh, I think he'd gotten a lead on where they were, were assembling maybe the counterfeit uh, transmat pads or something to that effect, but then he vanished. I, I certainly hope he was not uh, captured do, does really does bad. your father have like a room with like uh, pictures up on everywhere and strings connecting that we could like take a look at and maybe figure out the case? You know, not quite a murder yeah. board, but just a crime uh, yeah. uh, mo- uh, he, montage. That's does not the he right have word. a Pepe Silva room? <laughs> ah, yeah, this the infamous um, Pepe Silva system. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you feel me? Here's the issue. Um, and Grog gestures to uh, a bulletin board that w- would have housed that, uh, but is oh, you're, sort you're, of stripped uh, bare, and then I gestures will... to the rest of the office where everything is sort of strewn yes. about and trashed. So, and he's like, yes, let me let um, me describe let me describe the office that you're in right now, just puzzle. quickly. Yeah, it's so the the office is an absolute mess. The filing cabinets have been overturned. Uh, furniture has been flipped, papers strewn throughout the office. There's a heavy wooden desk in the center of the room that has had everything swept off of it. The drawers have been pulled out and the contents tipped out onto the rug beneath. Uh, Fnog's computer is also on the floor with a broken screen, uh, exactly as Grog found it. That is where Grog got the in case of emergency post-it note. And there is a cork bulletin board um, that is, in fact, it being the distant future, it's a Pepe Silvia brand uh, cork board. Um, but everything that there are all these d- spaces where pins had been put in that have been pulled out, um, and anything that looks like it may have been pinned to that wall. There are n- any newspaper cuttings. If there's anything in that mess, it's not immediately visible to you. Um, I am going to use a different tactic, and I am going to scan with my sonic 
for any indications of transmat activity in like the last hour or so. Oh, that's that is very good. Or, or, uh, or beyond the hour, if there is like traces of like however far back it'll let me trace. Yeah. Do you do you want to just use your story point or? Do yeah. You why not? It? I have I have two story points <sighs> for the sonic screwdriver, so I'll go ahead and spend those for now, and then okay, you want to do um, one or two. Yeah, let's just do one because I'm I'm gonna give you bad news, good news. The bad news is that there is no recent transmat activity in this office. There's no indication that um, anything has been transmatted into or out of this space. Um, the the good news is that you are picking up uh, kind of very faint traces of uh, humanoid life signs having been in this space. Definitely, some more than one person has been in this office. Uh, prior to even Grog's arrival. Okay. So it looks like... Okay, we might right be looking now at there a... are humanoids in here, so that wouldn't have taught me a yeah. whole lot, but that makes more sense when you added that yeah. last detail. Yeah, it's it's very much a kind of... it's It seems like a, a hired goon situation. And as you actually look around the room with the Sonic, one thing immediately stands out to you, uh, Doctor, which is that this mess is meticulous. Nobody trashes an office this way if they're actually looking for something. This is like set dressing or someone trying to cover their tracks. Oh, what an interesting trope move. Um, I... Now, Fnog, uh, sorry, Grog, are you, are you sure that your father... It's understandable, we look alike. The goons and, <laughs> um... There were definitely goons here, and the room was ransacked. But here's the question. Do you know... I wonder if your father left before the goons got here and left the room in a mess so they would think the place had already been, or if someone was actually... There's a lot. There's a lot here. I'm very... Um, huh. All right. Um, I'm out. I'm, I, I, I had a, a train of thought, and then it just went away. So... Um, Grog, is this is, and this is how you know Riley is so good at playing the Doctor because that's perfect. Um, Travis and I Carrie, think... if you have any thoughts, I am I am open to them because I am I am on all I am just oh, lot going on. Yeah, Grog, did your father like maybe mail you like a journal or something like that? Um, uh, has a has a man from Western Union arrived at your door <laughs> at any time in the last hour, <laughs> saying he's been waiting a century to come to you with this? Or like, no, or did you uh, receive this package from like somewhere that would be strange? And you're like, why would someone be sending me a journal from Space Italy? You know. Oh, Travis, Space Italy is not fond of writing. Um, they're more of a of a, of a singing based communication system. So I, I, you know, if you're gonna throw out words, make sure you know the culture you're talking. Well, about. you keep promising you're gonna take me to Space Italy, and we still haven't got. I, look, well, I don't want to. You have know this... what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we had to right. keep I'm saving sorry. the universe. I'm, I'm sorry. So, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm occasionally, sorry. I'm sorry. I know. You take me so many nice places. I should just be grateful for that. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Very yeah. Sorry. Maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe you should. Space Travis. Italy, very dangerous. Let's macaroni. let's Oof. let's do this. Let's have everyone everyone give me just a straight up and down uh, awareness roll, which is just using senses. If you have any. Uh, traits that would buff those senses or nerf them. In fact, uh, feel oh, free to take I those have, into consideration. On what you. About I have keen, keen senses. Would, yeah, keen senses. Would that be a buff for senses? Go ahead and give you a plus four for keen senses. So we're just doing awareness, nothing else. Just awareness, straight up and down awareness. Um, I got a sixteen with my uh, keen senses. Cool. Twelve. I got uh, a thirteen with my keen senses. Fourteen. And 13, 14. 14 specifically 14. for sight. That was the sense I picked. 
All right. Uh, Travis, you and, and this is slightly more obvious to you anyway because you are tech-sensitive. Uh, in the corner of the room on an end table that doesn't appear to be disturbed is a uh, what looks like a laser jet printer. It's plugged in, uh, but there is a green light flashing on the top. Um, Grog, the Doctor, and Carrie, um, you notice there appear to be scuff marks on the rug underneath Fnag's desk, uh, indicating that the desk may have been moved at some point in the near future. Uh, who wants to do what first? Wait, it, it's been moved in the near future? It's been moved into the... Yes, the desk has been sh- time-shifted. <laughs> no, it's I been moved out, recently. Uh, this was a funny, sorry. Um, I, I look it around. I look to try to see where it was moved from. Like, I'm looking for... My 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 immediate thought is maybe there's like a hidden floor, like a door in the floor, or like a trap door or something, or something that like I'm looking for what the desk might have been moved to obfuscate, or what it was moved out of the way of. So the the marks on the rug indicate that the desk was moved almost entirely off of the rug, like like pulled off from one end. Okay. Um, and there is some light scuffing on one of the corners of the rug, suggesting it may or may not have been lifted at some point to okay. reveal something underneath. I will, if I, if it, is the desk still on top of the rug as I move it back? Yes. Okay, I'm going to push, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to motion to Fnard to, or to Grog um, to push the desk with me so we can lift the rug. Yep. Uh, all I'll, right. I'll, I'll brace and uh, with all three of my, my, I'll plant my three feet firmly. Uh, all right, remember, um, push with your legs, everyone. Uh, here we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you. I'm not going to have you do a roll uh, because we don't have time. Uh, we lift up the desk um, and uh, and reveal not reveal, but certainly the rug is now free to be to be lifted. Should you wish to try that? Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I'll help the doctor pull that away and see if there's a. I think I'm picking up what the doctor's putting down. I live on a planet called Trope, um, <laughs> so I'm going to see if there's uh, maybe. A I, I actually didn't put head. anything down. The rug was already on the ground. You're picking up a rug that was on the ground already. Ah, well, I'm picking up what you're also picking up. Well, technically, we sort of pushed it laterally. So okay. I'm pushing laterally what you are also pushing laterally. Right. Anywho. And then what's um, Travis finding with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's uh, going on that yeah, so I so, want to press the reprint button. Okay. Um, the the that library screen, power. Yeah. That's a very good, uh, very good thing. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't do anything. The display, the green light that is flashing, is a uh, out-of-paper indicator. I I pick up a piece of paper because they are strewn about everywhere in this room, and Smart. I put it into the printer. Hopefully, I it's blank. Am... If not, you know, <laughs> I am immediately giving you a story point for just oh, there's paper. Screw it. <laughs> so you. you get a story point for that. Um, the <laughs> yeah. paper goes into the printer. There's the gentle hum of a uh, uh, a very fancy sci-fi printer, which is probably just you know by ninety. It's just a laser jet, really, isn't it? Um, and it quickly comes out with an address. But what makes it uh, what makes it sci-fi out. is you don't have to replace all the cartridges in order to just reprint black. You can just like use a black cartridge for that, and that's all you have to do. They they use it, they use uh, three different colors for the base. It's uh, orange, yeah. green, and uh, just a, a really sharp purple. Cyan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah, you, I'm a giant definitely. And uh, you no. do. You do need to have an active subscription to, to uh, Hewlett Packard Plus in order to oh. continue using your printer. Even if forget you it, we'll find a different adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, things. No way, we're done. This, this uh, is the new villain of the story. <laughs> um, I was actually going to say, just sidebar: my the laser printer I have, I bought at Fry's Electronics. Uh, rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, it Not just was, soon enough, apparently. 
So <gasps> yeah, I just remember. I just been reminded. More. Internet of Things. I did set up the lights in the apartment <laughs> to be oh, space colored. And I, look at that. Yes. Hey. Um, okay. So what's his anyway, address? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Travis now has an address. Um, you don't know where this address is because you do not know trope. Good thing I. Good thing there's someone here who lives uh, on the planet of Trope. uh, Grog, uh, does this address mean anything to you? Uh... Uh, I look at it like Mega Man trying to acquire the arm off a villain. Ben, tell me (laughs) if you have any idea what's going on. Yes, you do. This is the address for your your dad's uh, dentist. He has. Uh, he just has. A, he just sees his dentist frequently. No, um, it is the location of an I address. We're do some flossing stuff. Oh wow. <laughs> um, yes. Um, no, it turns out your dentist is actually the doctor. It's it was actually the curator. He got bored of curating, and there's now on trope serving as a dentist. Um, no, the, the dentist, the original. The uh the address is a is a warehouse at the Trope Docks. Oh, yeah! All oh, those docks are dark and spooky, even yes. on the brightest day. Um, as this is happening, uh, the Doctor, you are you are pulling back the rug to reveal the w- wooden floorboards underneath and a square cutting with a tiny handle on it. Uh, kind of carved in, so you can kind of pull in and... and okay, and well, I instruct the handle to redirect the phone to the TARDIS console from the right uh, No, it's ro- the wrong wrong handles. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Riley. That's that's on me. I miscommunicated. I it's not. That's that's not... It's not who it is. Okay. Um, um, I, I... First of all, I... I check for traps. No, I, I, I do, <laughs> I do actually, actually suggest that. I, was, I do I was... actually look to see if it's booby-trapped in any sort of way. Okay, yeah, give me $50. No, give me... Uh... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, you got to haggle. I already got you a Harley Quinn DVD set. Tw- I'm not gonna you did, and thank you so much for that, by the way. Uh, okay, so 25 Give me Ingenuity, and I'm going to call it Survival. Interesting. All right. Um, okay. Uh, that's not great. It's only a 12. 12. 12. Uh, the very good news is uh, there's a very simple uh, tra- uh, trap that is wired on this. That it's it's someone has like taped a Cheeto to the underside of the lid so that if you pull the hatch off, uh, if you check it later, you can tell because there's crumbled Cheeto underneath. That's really all there is. It's just just you would guess Fnarg's way of determining if someone has looked in this hatch before. That's kind of um, not a great trap because even when Fnarg were to open that, there would be Cheeto dust. But yeah. I digress. Well, well I assume listen, that Fnog has a, a backup supply of Cheetos that he can replace the original Cheeto with. I think he actually, probably isn't using fresh Cheetos. He's probably using like, a stale bag that has gone bad. And and you know, what else are you going to do with them? I guess make a weird, yes. complicated trap system. But well, oh, it, this is I, the thing. You open. It's actually a very good trap because whoever breaks into this is going to have that dust on their fingers for like yeah. the rest of their life. So <gasps> can you we follow need, the Cheeto dust? You don't need to dust for prints because there's the prints are everywhere. There's orange handprints all over. It's like the and first episode of Falcon it. and the Winter Soldier. Um, no, you open the hatch to reveal a perfectly preserved bag of Cheeto. No, you open. There's a hatch. Um, there's a square cutout for uh, something very small and rectangular, but it is empty. Someone has gotten to this hatch first. Uh, Chester. <laughs> Chester. Um, um, turns out uh, it's Tony the Tiger, and he's he's getting into cheese. 
Kronk. Uh, yeah, he's tired of people was... saying you're grape instead of they're great. It's just really just kind of sticking in his craw. He's like, I had one thing! Um, just cut right, to um... Ben frantically retyping end of adventure. Um, Kronk, do you, do you know what was in here? Do I know what was in here? You do not know I... what was in here. Unfortunately, Your father no kept idea. a lot of secrets from you. Well, you know, no. fathers and sons who don't communicate. Classic trope. All right. Um, let's... <laughs> okay, so I think our, our first lead then, it seems, would probably be the, the, the docs that, that Travis unlocked the, the information for. So that is probably our best bet to go there um, if we were going to like move forward with anything and, and advance this, the, yeah, the story. Agreed. Um, let's, let's, let's... The plot thickens! Um... Ca- Carrie, you should definitely grab your softball bet now. Oh, yeah, we forgot that last time. That was not fun. (laughs) Last time we recorded or the last episode that released? Because actually, I think both. Both. (laughs) Well, then why did you need to specify, Ben, if you thought it was both? I mean, come on. Because I I, I like to remind our audience that uh, there are exciting new adventures to come in the game of Rassilon, available to listen to in your favorite podcasting apparatus of preference. I like that you're just throwing um, in like these tiny commercial breaks for this <laughs> thing, thing yeah. that people watching. who yeah. are watching probably already know about, but it's great. Yeah. But yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ben. Three hey, ben, things. Can I ask yeah. you to please not patronize our audience and instead ask them to become patrons of our Patreon so they can unlock <laughs> extra adventures? They should of- patronize us. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. You can. You can support the show at patreon.com slash pod if you would like. Uh, we did drop a new adventure this week that was GM'd by Riley. Yeah. Yes. Um, how are you going to get to the docks? You have this address, this printout. Uh, how um, do you want to get there? Grog, do you do have, have a, a car? Vehicle? Do you have a car? Do I have a cool flying car that flies? Uh, sure, why not? Let's, let's <laughs> do that. That's a trope, yeah. I'm so glad your flying yeah. car flies. Otherwise, I just I go. was hoping we'd get a little more Nuari, and I rewatched uh, Blade Runner 2049 recently, so let's hop in my flying car. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm yeah. in the midst of rewatching Batman the Animated Series, so I'm all about going Jeez. to a dock right now. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna, if, that, if that's what we're doing, then I want to go watch uh, Harley and Ivy become my OTP. All right, um, let's um, let's take. I, I also like the like. I was hoping we get very Nuari, so let me do the film that is. Technically not itself noir, but a, a play on noir. <laughs> anyway. All right. I was hoping, hoping we'd get more of a samurai <laughs> film, so I got a lightsaber. Uh... <laughs> I, 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 I prepared for this by watching Detective Pikachu, which, as I t- told Michael the other day, is Kids Bop Blade Runner. Uh, you know, it's really, the really, the just super quick, I was thinking that Michael might have been a Pikachu when he was on the phone with us at the, at the, at the early, early I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh, we gotta, we gotta restart. And I'm no, no, no. Pikachu. I love meeting We're Clark, son. This is fantastic. Yeah, we gotta let's, find let's more IPs on. that we can just flagrantly use. I love coffee. <laughs> Man, I love Detective Pikachu. You That's said I love coffee right when I was taking a drink of my coffee. By the way, I realized we started recording because this is like a Scarlet coffee. Yeah, like my game. I just realized I how it. bad at business we are that we haven't already like made and sold a Tim Shelton's Respects the Bean coffee cup. We, yeah, yeah. If, if you're in, in the chat, chat and you would like to sound, buy one of those, let us know. Sound <laughs> off if you would buy a Tim Shelton's Respects the Bean like, coffee uh, like mug. Yeah, I have a Red Bubble. I can just yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna happen by the end of the week. Anyway, Can I just um, sell that for us? Because I have no idea what it is or what we're talking about. And I'll just like this <laughs> smile with this mug. This is what happens Deal. when you don't what, listen to season one of our podcast, Kate. Okay? Oh, uh, no. And no. Anyway, let's move Qu- very quick, swiftly quick on. Quick uh, the- uh, Can we find my father, please? 
Oh, yes. oh yeah. If that, I get to drive. No. I guess what? if you want to interrupt the fun and have us find your father, that's fine. Um, all right. Um, I don't want to could... find him if I don't get to drive. Carrie, I will oh. let you drive. I will say. I will say that you get to drive. Thank you, Doctor. Appreciate you. I know that you don't know uh, how to to drive this flying car that this other person owns, but yeah, I'm if no. we're gonna roll, if listen, if Carrie's yeah. driving, with there's gonna be a roll with that. Are there two pedals? So, because this happens. is a three-legged race that it's has the three car. Pedals, oh, that's a good point. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, do we? Do we? Carrie, um... figure it out. Also, Dan, when you said three-legged race, I, I was thinking about people running in an <laughs> office, like, <laughs> office picnic day. Like, very good at those. Um, I'll, we I'll just, just put the, sports the, the, day the little, back in the little sack on the middle leg, yes. and we just zip. Well, I See, was this is... Sorry, pick... Kate, go ahead, please. No, I was just going to pick Mr. Huffle out of my fanny pack and put him on the third pedal and just hope for the best. <laughs> All right. Do, oh, are you God. legitimately driving? Because I am going to no. make you do a roll. Yeah, I'll roll for driving. All right. Why not? Uh, go ahead and give me... Uh, give me... I'm going to call it Resolve and okay. Transport... With okay. a negative two, because it's a car for people with three legs. Got Can it. I... Go on, Michael. I was just hoping that at some point, if I'm not driving, I would have, like, reached over and switched on, like, autopilot or, like, drive it with my phone or something. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> this, that happens after what happens happen. here. Like, maybe, maybe, like, there's an immediate... It's like, you know, Independence Day, when, like, Will Smith, like, gets in the ship and, like, that has to flip it upside down. Just mm -hmm. to flip the post. Oh, this, this, yeah. this is, this is, that's the only problem here. Is this post is upside down. I think yeah. that that's where like, so Carrie's gonna have that moment, and then you do essentially your version of flipping the post. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Or yeah. Give us that roll. Eleven. Wait. Negative two. Oh, a nine. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're all gonna have to wear uh, roll awareness and coordination probably uh, grog would you Everybody like to spend some whiplash. story points to remote the car with your phone or something yeah i'm gonna um spend story points to reach over and uh i'm just gonna say that there's similar to the post-it there's a funny like little toggle switch that switches from like three leg mode to two leg mode and then i'm gonna switch it like one more toggle to kids mode. <laughs> um, oh yeah! So famously, kids love driving uh, real human cars. Well, like, I, well, I keep saying oh, human well, Ben. Cars. First of all, these are not humans, so I, I think you need yeah. To, like, yeah. You know what? I, I apologize. Need, you need to check again. your 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 trope hatred of other aliens. This is unnamed Fnog your, your species. Your alien, your alien hey, erasure. I love aliens. Some of my best friends are Fnog. Okay, uh, so. Fenarg's not so, the species name. That's a that's a that's a that's the like your your name is not like we're not we're not we're not all Bens. We're not all from from the Bens. Well, what if I told you that Fenarg's race is the Fenarg? I can make that now. I'm the GM. Anything I say is canon. Well, then why is Grog named differently? Because it's a family name. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I accept Moving that race. With... I accept that trope of the alien having the same name as the alien. That's a yes. Uh, so the, the car arrives at the docks uh, uh, because, but let's just move on. Uh, the air at the How docks... How many story points did I just burn on that? I'm just going to say one because I would very much like to get to the next scene. We have I'll 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the air at the docks hangs heavy with the scent of steel, wood, and very specifically, beetroot, a smell given off by a local marine life that are best described as root vegetables with gills. A thick hmm. fog blankets the docks, as is required by the Huston Noir Accords of 1950, but the exterior <laughs> lights 
of the warehouse guide you as if leading you to your next destination. You know, root beets actually the... make a quite uh, tasty drink. You can just get them distilled down. Yes. Um, hey, does anyone so else yes, notice the... that there are four lights? Sorry, I just no, couldn't help myself. Five. There are four lights. Uh, yeah. Jesus, humans, right? Um. Okay, so hopefully the the flying car has landed without us exploding because cars with the Z axis are a great idea. Um, as soon as the car lands, it, it goes safety landing complete. Autopilot has been disengaged. Thank Aww. you for buying. Thank you for buying this car, which is a brand. Oh, I'm disappointed in you, Grog. Hey, I think really you did great, Gary. Your lack of trust. In in my defense, I wanted to live. Um. All right. Well, you don't get anything from my fanny pack. Oh, but oh no! no oh, live Carrie, with live with your deso- decision. Fanny pack. Don't forget your Mr. Humble on the floor. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I thank you. I appreciate that stress ball and the bat. All right. Also true. So you are currently outside the warehouse. The main gate of the warehouse is open, revealing the mostly empty interior, save for the the occasional crate marked Imperial Flowers and Roses. Most Most are open. Almost all are empty, but there is wooden shrapnel scattered across the floor as though crates have been exploded from the inside out. In the center of the room is a transmat. And as you enter into the warehouse, you hear a voice say, Did you come alone? Yes! Um, oh, well. oh, I wasn't going to walk right in the front door, but apparently we don't. Okay, yeah, um, I... Okay. All right, Sorry, um, I thought... I, thought, I, I apologize, I thought you had entered the warehouse. Yeah, apparently we don't have agency in this situation, which is a classic trope of these kind of stories, so that's fine. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> Cut two. We're um, in the warehouse. Well, apparently we came and we brought our god, who controls us sometimes, so... Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff That's right. We'll, we'll um, just roll with it. It's yeah, fine. we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can Sorry, I, we had to fast forward past uh, about a half hour of chicanery, so I understand that things are going to be moved forward quickly into a story. So we'll go ahead and roll with that. Um, and let's also just let's just minutes. talk about how great Mandy's outfit is today. Thank you. And then oh, um, man, this great. Um, I was also going to say we had to fit in like thirty to to, to forty five minutes of majestic shots of flying cars flying through. Skylines and it, oh yeah, cut down on the people stuff. Right. Uh, and a lot of opening shot of the Enterprise in the motion picture. And also, we apparently just love slow motion stuff now, so we're just doing yeah. a lot of that. All right, um, there's so, more fast motion in that movie than anyway. All right, um, um, all right, um, we could do so, that later. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we are, we are, uh, we're, 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 I guess there's four of us, so we technically did not come alone. Um, if you're being strictly technical on it, yeah. but. Um, but we, we're all we've got, yeah, except for maybe a cat back, but he's not with us, so. No, there's, um, we got, uh, so much backup, lots of backup. Oh, Loads uh, yeah. You're surrounded. Boy, I definitely um, said that and did not surrender. She's, uh, she's the bad cop, I'm the good cop, and I'm letting you know from the goodness of my heart, you're surrounded by large guns, they're huge, very big. Oh no! Uh, I I I thought you, none of you sound like Fnag. I thought Fnag was gonna meet me. Well, we're nowhere here to meet Fnag. <laughs> well, I thought I'd arrange to meet Fnag here tonight. I'm confused. Wait, hang on. wait, hang on. You didn't you didn't take Fnag? Fnag's been taken. 
This changes everything. This this is not good. I'm I'm coming out. Lower your voice. And he this person steps steps out. Fellows, put them down. Oh, you're not loving you. I say very convincingly. You were speaking at the exact same volume that you were already speaking. I was. I had to communicate with the the large gun fellows who are not <laughs> fictional. Uh, a man steps out from behind a crate. He is wearing uh, a very nice suit. Uh, the pants come up pretty high waisted, um, and a, a little fedora esque cap uh, ador- on top of his head. Uh, and he oh, look looks like literally look any hat. background like, character from oh, Batman the Animated Series. I just like your little hat. That's very, that's very yeah. cute. Yeah, it's, and his hat has a hat on it. That's nice. Oh. Um, Mate, if you start uh, critiquing nostalgia, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, wait, so you're you're working with my father? Well, yeah, I'm 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 one of the people that employed your father. And who might you be? I'm gonna uh, what? That's okay, wow, Travis. Maybe. I never heard you be so gravelly before. That was very. Um... Me... Well, he told me to lower my voice. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear. It, sorry, let me. Sorry, my, Travis, my, my, are um... you playing Batman? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, uh, that Trav is exciting. Okay, <laughs> I like this. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Sorry. Uh. I, I'm a. I'm a local business person. I run a, a small business, and and me and two other local businesses. Uh, okay, you know you're making it resources. sound like a criminal. It, like the more you listen, say listen, business, listen, yeah, the more okay, you a group of businesses go together, form a conglomerate, and let me start again. Let me start again. These my businesses name, are organized. organized. My, my name is <laughs> my name is Johnny Legitimate, and I am running. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Henry Benry, and I run Imperial <laughs> oh Flowers and Roses. We're a local flower shop. We're very small. We've only been here a couple of years, but you can't grow flowers on trope because of the orbit from our sun. So we have to import them. And the trouble is that when we're importing these flowers using these, these transmat pads, all of the transmat pads in, on trope are counterfeit now. So it's 50-50 whether we're going to get our goods. And this is affecting a number of small businesses. So we, we're losing money. So me and two other local businesses, we pulled our resources to hire FNARC. So that he could get to the bottom of it and figure out where these counterfeit transmat pads are coming from and stop them because it's killing local business. You've got to shop local. He's right. That's, that's I mean, no trope. I mean, I, well, but you're not shopping local if you're importing no. flowers from another location. So I, you're, you're, that's. You technically can't shop. Local. We are shopping the local no. solar system for flowers, if that's a... Ve- We're expanding the definition of local, but you can't grow roses and petunias and lilacs and lilies on, 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 on trope. It can't be done. So if you want to buy flowers, you have to import them, which is what we do. But the, the, the shipments get, get ruined. They get, look, half of the time our flowers don't make it. More than half of the time, in fact, our flowers don't make it. You see all this wood on the floor? That was our last shipment. It detonated on arrival. Malign That's not good for Well, I would say that, you know, there is actually an ethical uh, issue with bringing in uh, outside species to an ecosystem that doesn't sustain them. So maybe, maybe you, I mean, like, I want to find Fnog, and I, and I definitely want you to be able to make a living um, running a business. But I do think that maybe you should consider this doesn't require a, a resource that is not native to this world in this region. Um, 
I, I just feel like that might be something to, that, you know, I don't want to tell you how to run your business, but I, I am literally telling you how to run your business because I do feel like that might Maybe. be something to think about. But. We, we, we do very meticulous. Like yes. Yeah. We do very meticulous research. We only import species of flower that will not be invasive to the local ecosystem. Uh, we, we've done a lot of research. Again, roses, lilies, lilacs, petunias. Like well, that's I love a good rose. The true. So, um, the flowers yeah. have been um, coated in hand wavium. It's a special chemical that allows them to be uh, inert to the plot and not cause further problems. All right. Yes. Um, uh, I'm. <laughs> gonna i'm gonna walk over to the the transmat pad because now we know that this pad is faulty or at least has something to do with faulty stuff yes um so i want to crack it open at like some sort of there's got to be some kind of access hatch on this it's a piece of technology right um and hopefully it doesn't have those crazy five lobe screws uh from mm. apple products um anyway uh i so i want to see if there's like some boy I, if only you knew someone who the... was literally carrying a screwdriver <laughs> that's a good point oh, wow i'm not yeah you know what you're right carrie why don't you crack this thing <laughs> yeah carrie um, is there anything in your fanny i need to get a drink the... so i'm gonna step away while carrie yeah. unscrews i guess you know yeah, actually sure. i've got a stress ball in here i've got a usb pack we've got some band-aids i could just bash it open with a bat yes now we're talking all right do you, yes. you want to do that uh, go ahead and give me strength and athletics. Okay, let's see. Strength. Okay. And is she getting an addition for her bat? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it's a plus two, right, for the plus bat? Plus two, I believe, yeah. All right, let's do this thing. Um, That is 16. 16. Uh, you bring your bat down hard onto this, uh, onto the transmat pad. And the top ring pops off like, well, like a cheap imitation of the real thing. Like it hasn't been properly welded down. The the the, the ring surrounding the top of the pad just just pops off, revealing the circuitry inside. And to uh, immediately to Fnag, sorry, Grog. Wow, everyone's just going to do that, huh? Uh, <laughs> to Grog, the Doctor, and Travis with his fault. augmented sci-fi brain. Um... The three of you can immediately see that this looks almost but not quite like a transmat pad. It's very shoddily manufactured, very hastily put together. The necessary uh, protective shielding isn't on uh, a lot of the components. There are exposed wires. There's sparks coming out of it, although you, that may be because Carrie just went uh, went ace Dorothy Shane on it uh, and, and smacked it up with a baseball bat. Um, it's it's it, it doesn't look even remotely legitimate and just just straight away uh none of you would step on this transmat pad if your life depended on it um i have a question problem um to to the 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 johnny flower shop the guy um, henry benry henry benry i just wanted to say um jefferson mafia so you had a functioning transmat pad before and then someone replaced it with this one well, what used to happen is we, we used to get shipments come from off-world on um, carrier crafts, but they're so much more expensive. And then a, 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 suddenly there's this influx of, of affordable transmat pads. And who are we to say no? Like, it's, it's a huge upfront expense to set up the transmat pad, but it is, gonna, it is still going to save us money in the long run in terms of shipping. So we were like, okay, here's... Here, shut up who, and take who, my uh, money. Who set I, up your transmat? Yeah, I suddenly have a hit. Uh, we, the, uh, you know what? I don't have a company name. 
Um, we hmm. it was just kind of a local. We were just reach reached out uh, via uh, Electrocom. We got a we got a message on uh, on a, just a standard Electrocom message offering us this uh, affordable transmat pad, and we we leapt at it. Frankly, so a, a telemarketer called. You fell for a telemarketer. It's yeah. entirely possible we fell for a telemarketing call. I, I, I don't think I don't think whether or not it's possible. I, it's definitely what happened. You've described it Absolutely exactly. Absolutely occurred. Um, okay. okay, you fell um, for it like a I, great big fish, mate. I am you, going to now that I have this this counterfeit transmat. Uh, I am going to. I think it's going to be more of a roll with the Sonic than it would be mm-hmm. a story point usage of it because I'm going to scan it and I'm looking for like traces of technology because. Even though it's a counterfeit and it's not a real transmat pad, it should still have like signals and wiring and like technology it's involved. Yeah, in it. like a, it's like a certain component that sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, so I'm looking yeah. for like details about it. So, this is like pinging in the back of my head a little bit, like it's it's familiar to me, but I can't quite place it yet. And okay. so I want to like look for things that like are familiar to me or something I might recognize. Okay. Um... How do we want to do that? Do we do I want to have you do a roll with a Sonic, or do you want to do you want to roll for yourself? Uh, how are you? Um, I am using the Sonic to scan. Okay. So if you want me to make a roll and have the Sonic be a bonus to whatever roll I do, that might be better. I don't know. If yeah, let's do like a history thing. You could do like an awareness knowledge. I was you thinking know? if you're good, if you if you want to go by based on what you know or think you know, then yeah, let's let's call it. Um, Let's call it in uh, awareness and knowledge. Yeah, that's probably the best role for it. Okay. Um, I will give you a plus two for the Sonic. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll do it that way. I don't need to backseat GM, but I did. It's also kind of your job sometimes, Michael. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a hard habit to break. Yeah, I mean, I would have said technology, but, but actually, technology is a worse trait, a worse score for me. So I'm happy to take the the better score. Um, yeah. So awareness, so that would have been that's, that's going to be a 19 on the dice. Okay, 19 is a very very good roll. Um, the technology in this thing is all, it's all man-made. It is human technology from circa whatever era of time we are in right now. I want to say 52nd century. Um, but it's all very, it's, again, none of it is, uh, like efficiently mass produced. It is cheap mass produced. This is like, this is like, in, to, to, to use an example that, that Travis and Carrie will understand. It's like going into a, uh, like a dollar store in the 90s, in the late 90s, and buying a cheap knockoff virtual pet that has like, oh, there's like 10 different virtual pets on here, but it will always die after seven days because they, yeah. they didn't that, make that's, a virtual pet. Yeah. Ben, this I, is the transmat pad push, that you get I, from I hate Wish. to push back on you, but that, that's kind of what we already knew about it with the technology yeah. and the kind of, so did I learn anything new from well, this? So that, that's the that's um, phrase I've already had. It's not... Is there this is, like it, a... Is there anything from the transmissions of the trans? That's that that's kind of what I was looking at, like something that would be like, oh, like that like would I, be. I recognize nice. the signal in some way. I recognize the origin in some way. I'm not looking for like what it well, is so much as like the origins of it. Okay, so the the transmat is not designed to receive transmissions from a specific place, but literally like passing cargo ships, they transmat their their gear down. So. The way that the transmit the, the transmit pad is just designed to receive signals from any any passing ship that has cargo or passengers to to deliver. Yeah, so I, it's again, not I'm not looking tr- for yeah. I'm looking more for like origin of pieces or parts or like it's something like that. Like that's what I'm, I guess maybe, maybe I'm not okay, yeah, clear. Uh, like, whatever. Okay, we need, to, uh, we need well, to move on. We need to move on because we're running out of time. I just I just wanted to like I wanted information that I don't already currently have from it. 
So everything that was everything built on these these uh, these pads was built on trope. Okay. They were built by by tropians. Cool. Okay. Interest. Okay. Is there That's like an address inside for it's like you know, or not even address like the company that makes this knockoff transmat? Would... Did they put like you know? Lousy Incorporated on the inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Something that we can, ask, you know, follow a lead. Before too, if we look at the Electrocom records and trace back like the number, can we get can we get an address off? Is there like a next place we can go to like kick a door in? Well, that actually is is uh, something that, that Henry I got was some gonna... tropes I want to trope. Yeah. yeah. Henry uh, so so as you're as you're scanning this this ring, Henry says, So what what happened to Fnog? I I don't know. He he disappeared from his office. It was left was left in quite a state um he so, something someone got taken. into his office yes can i get a Is read on out? can i get a read on henry benry uh yeah if you want uh he's on the level but absolutely if you want to do a roll for it well you telling me <laughs> he's on the level i don't know yeah. i believe yeah okay. don't waste the roll um yeah okay yeah. i um like i just <laughs> so, uh, oh, so, sorry. so uh, henry says well, Fnog's office was supposed to be a safe house for the three businesses that hired him. Uh, we were all given a key. We thought if anything, we were told if anything suspicious happens, go to his office and wait for him there. All three of our businesses have keys to his office. Okay, so who are the so yeah? Who are the other, the other two? two? Where's your key? First of all, let me see oh, if you have yeah. it, and then he, he yeah he pulls out a keychain and he like thumbs through it and he holds up the key and Grog, you recognize it as a copy of uh, of Fnog's office key. Um, and Henry says, "Yeah, there are two other businesses. There's uh, uh, there's Blue Box, uh, which is one of those like monthly like hmm. subscription uh, companies. They send you send you uh, uh, delivery meals. Uh, Doctor, you may have to sue store. them. Oh no, I'm yeah, making, I'm already thinking about it. That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, what was the, what was the other business that I talked over? Oh, the the, the other local business is GameStop. Oh, well, that's definitely the villain. Let's go there. Um, yeah, we gotta go blow that place up. No, um, uh, we gotta we gotta, we gotta go stalk no, them um, right away." Yeah, I gotta go stonk, stonk them up. Uh, okay, more jokes. Uh, non-fungible transmats. Okay, let's, um... Uh, I've been waiting to deploy that nice, for... It's been nice playing with you. I'll see you later. A full um, day. I'll see you all later. Uh, I just I had to do it one time. Uh, I'm so sorry. You didn't have to. No, it's fine. It's I fine. Did. As, as Grog, you, know you are me, definitely... Ben. Yeah. I did. Okay. Um, so let's go, let's okay. go to Blue Box. Let's, 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 let's head that yeah. way or, or we can go talk to the owner of that. I think, yeah. Grog's gonna run and speed racer over the hood of his car and get in the car. Like, Before Carrie can get to the driver's seat? <laughs> yes. Also that. <laughs> I'm gonna kick her into three, we- uh, three foot, uh, uh, mode and, uh. And by speed right, racer uh, into the car, you mean your little brother and a monkey are already in the car when we get there? Cool. Uh, so then we go. <laughs> we haven't looked in the trunk. Yeah. Oh god! Uh, if Snorri right, is in the trunk this whole time. <laughs> all right, Hagarg. as you as you are on the road to uh, to Blue Box, uh, he- I'm assuming Box. Henry is with you. Um, you notice Grog in your rearview mirror. You are being tailed by another hover car. Oh Grog! Um, all right, um, I'm going to uh, do some cool flying car stuff. Uh, uh, first of all, all right, everybody, hold hang, on. Hang on, I tailed. have a question before you do this. How far behind us are they tailing us? Uh, they're they're keeping two cars distance, but every time that Grog has changed sky lanes, this car has followed. Every time he's made a turn, it's turned with. It's it's very it's very keep your distance, but okay, stay close enough Grog, to see what's going um, on. Um, I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit nuts, and I want you to. 
move at a pace, and then when I give you the signal, I'm going to want you to decelerate just enough so they match pace with us unexpectedly. Do you want to see what I'm saying? Like, I want you to... Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to do I'm gonna do what we call in the business the Anakin Skywalker. Uh, and so <laughs> I am going to, like, get to the door and time it so that when um, when he slows us down, I'm going to leap onto the other vehicle. Heck yeah. All right. This is a live okay. show, and I'm the doctor, and this is my, this is my <laughs> Matt Smith shows up with a fire engine moment here, so... Can I uh, can I spend a story point to put the top down? Because this will be even cooler if I'm in a convertible. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, put you know, the top you know, all down. those lovely flying convertibles. People are like, "Hey, I want to go up in the atmosphere and have no." <laughs> you said Anakin Skywalker again. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. The soft top comes down. Uh, well, I say Anakin Skywalker, so obviously you're picking up what I'm dropping down onto another car. Uh, the, I'm t- <laughs> you are immediately hit in the face by a pelican. Um, no, <laughs> no, I, I said Anakin Skywalker, not Fabio. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'll Fabio wrestle Skywalker. the pelican, Doctor. You handle the the jump. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you want so uh, you want to drop down to the the car? Yeah. All yeah. right. Go ahead and cool give jump. me coordination and athletics. Okay. That free story point I got earlier for whatever it was, I'm giving it to you, Riley. Thank All you. right. So whatever you do, you're going to bump it up by one success <laughs> okay. level. Um. Good because I only got an eleven before that. Um. Because I got because coordination is four, athletics is three, so that's ten, and I rolled. Oh wait, no, I rolled a fourteen. Sorry. Fourteen. Okay, fourteen puts you in. Where's the wait? No, that's shot? so four plus that. Yeah, I had seven, and then I rolled a three and a one. So yeah, I rolled an eleven before the bump. Before the bump. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna take you. So an eleven actually. <laughs> Uh, Eleven actually is bad. That is a straight up and down fail. I will. Uh, I will the toss bump, my that own. To no I will toss my own story points into the mix. However much you want me to spend on top of Dan's to to land because I I think this is an awesome Dockery moment and I want to. I do I, too. I don't often burn if, my story points yes. to hero moments, so I will do that for this. One one point will get you up to yes, but and two will get you up to straight up I'll yes. Spend the two. Or if you want to go all the way and go for yes and, that's three. Yeah, I'll go ahead and spend three. Why not? All right, um, you you drop down uh, onto the car behind you, and uh, the car—it's not behind you anymore; it's below you. Um, they—they were also trying to kind of mimic the car, also put their soft top down as you were dropping, so you land in the seat between. Okay, yeah, my yes and is I land between them, and I land perfectly, (laughs) and then I go, uh, and then I, I I say, "Lovely day for a drive, isn't it, gentlemen?" And you bonk uh, their heads together. <laughs> and then I crash because uh, I don't know how to drive this car. They <laughs> panic and you see one of the, the this kind of square-shaped goon uh, who, it looks like he has a hell of a time finding suits that fit. Like, the world is, everything in the world is too small for him. Um, but you Let's see him wow. go wow, to way pull to body shame, a... Man, while we're on trope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you see him pull a stazer from oh, his he, inside Oh, I see jacket. him try to pull a stazer, but I yes. am going to oh, do my Venetian no. Aikido and hike him when he tries to do it. So okay, stazer. Uh, I'm just saying ahead. right now, if Riley succeeds, Travis is going to try to catch that stazer. Uh, all right, uh, go ahead and give me strength and fighting, please. Okay. Can I add anything based on the fact that I know Venetian Aikido? Yeah, I'm going to definitely give you a plus four for this is not your first time using Venetian Aikido. Nice. That's awesome. That's a nice bump. Thank you. Um, so it's a seven to begin with. Two more. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, there we go. That's now that's a roll. Um, now this is pod. This is pod racing. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a nineteen. Okay, yeah, uh, that definitely beats his attempt to not have the staser knocked out of him by the Venetia Kita. You bop him. Is this like a what? like a so uh, with a, a, with a nineteen? Or... What is that level? Is that yes and or is it just? Yes I mean, that's or... that, that definitely. I would say. I mean, you are above enough above his role that it is a yes and. Okay, so I I I hit it. He drops it, mm-hmm. and then um, I don't know, if Travis. I don't think you would be able to catch it if I'm down in another car, right? I can. I, I figure I'll spend. A, I can spend story points to. Like I'll move the car into alignment. Okay, so then yeah, yeah if, so if I, s- I, yeah. I, yes, I, 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 I catch it and I chuck it to Travis, and that's like how Travis definitely gets it for that. That's my, that's my. Aim. Okay, yeah. So Travis now has the stays. I don't want to stress, by the way, I chose Staser because it is a a Doctor Who sofa weapon. It doesn't indicate any specific persons or people. Um, but uh, Grog, that was three story points to move the car into position. Okay. Um, Travis, you now have a Staser. And the Doctor, you are now sitting uh, next to one unconscious goon and another goon who is shocked and stunned by your appearance and does nothing. Um, but the driver is definitely kind of like constantly looking back at like, well, now there's this person in the back of the car and you can see him like start to turn like turn the wheel. And I go, what do you want to do? I go, I think I advise that you might want to land the car safely and we can have a nice conversation. Uh, is that going to be a voice of authority situation? Sure, why not? Yeah, go ahead and give me presence and convince with voice of authority. How much does that add to it? Uh, voice of authority, I think, adds two. Okay, cool. Okay, oh, that's, again, now this is podcasting. All right, that is going to be, that's somehow, I rolled the exact same thing as last time, so it's a 19. <laughs> I'm rolling nice. snake eyes every time right now. This is yeah. So he's like, uh, okay, and he turns the car and uh, it's uh, actually not podcasting. We're live streaming now that I've yes. thought about it. Now this is live streaming. It will be uh, a podcast. So yeah, still right. Yeah, um, technically correct. The best kind of correct. Grog, you watch the the uh, the car with the doctor in it kind of start to, to turn and 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 make a landing. Conveniently enough, not too far away from where Blue Box's uh, offices and the warehouses are located. Um, uh, the doctor, as, as the car comes to a stop, uh, both of the goons in the car who are still conscious are kind of, uh, now slightly intimidated by your presence. And the driver says, what do you want to know? Well, I want to know, first of all, I want to know where Fanag is, because that's like the number one thing that we're trying to figure out here. But number two, I want to know why you think you can come down to a perfectly nice planet full of problematic people and mess them all up with the transmats that don't work properly. It would have been so much easier to make just working transmats. Why didn't you just do that? You could have had a profitable business. We, 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 just work, we just work for the boss. The boss is the one who makes all the decisions. Well, then take me to your boss. Okay. And then the car lifts up and floats slightly down the street and then parks the outside of the blue box office. <laughs> all right. Well, that right. that's fairly convenient then. Um, yeah, and the driver said, yeah, the, the boss is going to be in our packing warehouse right now. If you want, I can walk you over. Would you like a water? I have gum here. I've got water. Please don't. Yes, I will give you, I f- will definitely give you five stars Thank for you. this hostage situation. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, is this guy an Uber? I will, uh, I will take you. Is this an you, Uber hench? I will, What's happening? 
Um, Uber hench. Yes. God, every everything is gig uh, economy. It's it's, it's hench, but it's H Y N C H. Um, all right. Um, I I okay. I I thought it'd be very cool if I did like a jumping thing and you were following us. Turns out didn't need to because you would have shown up where we are anyway. Let's just move past that. Let's just all get on with our lives. Um, but you've I've got you now. Uh, my friend has your friend's Stazer. And we come, so let's just, let's just all peacefully go talk to who's in charge and let's find out what happened to my friend. All right. That's a great um, idea, Doctor. I have a slight modification. Uh, and I'm going to walk. You're in a different car. <laughs> oh, his car well, pulls landed, up behind. At this point, I would imagine we landed. Yes. Some yeah. very cool fog sort of cleared. The door opened. Some rock music I, I came out. I, I, in, you know, hat, trench coat looking very cool. In uh, my mind's eye. In my mind's eye, you had parked behind the car that the doctor was in, yeah. started to get out, and then when they moved down the street, you were like, oh, God, come on! <laughs> and I just kicked the car into neutral and just, like, used my foot and, like, yeah. pedaled us a little bit ahead. And then I parked us again. Yes. Yeah, I Flintstoned us. Um, yes. And then, yeah, I, get a, uh, so I go to the front door of, the of Blue Box. Uh, all that stuff happened five minutes ago. Uh, I walk into the front door <laughs> of Blue Box, and I, I kick in the front door with my middle leg. All right, you kick uh, in the door to the I'm warehouse. The grog show. I, I was trying to. <laughs> I'm look. I'm. I'm trying to find my dad. I yeah, I was trying to find your dad too. I thought maybe we wouldn't kick our way in and, and maybe call someone to shoot him. But no, go ahead and do your thing. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna kick the door open and do a very uh, tropey film noir down on one knee. Pull out my stun pistol. Uh, it extremely cinematic. Uh, vibe. all right. Uh, you uh, you get down on your knee and uh, you propose. Yes, I propose to shoot these people who stole my dad. I will Um, shoot every single one of them. Go on. You see, uh, you see a row of computers. You see conveyor belts packing. Uh, It's a subscription box service, Blue Box, Um, and on the conveyor belt, uh, into a machine that appears to be packing boxes, you see your father, Fnarg, Fnarva, slowly inching. Slowly inching towards the conveyor belt, and sitting at uh, at the computers is a uh, is a man about six foot tall. He's very very skinny. He's very pale. He has no hair, uh, and he he turns and he looks to you. and goes, Ah, hello there. I see you're here to foil my plan with about seventeen minutes to go. How are you doing today? Actually, really, just want my dad. So can you just hand over my dad? We can have a whole other reasonable conversation after that. Call it a day. You're caught. Sounds great. What do you say? No, you see, there's still plenty of time for me to monologue. How would you feel about that? that? What, that would you want to tie a bow on this? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down to monologue if you're down to hear a monologue. I've been practicing. Are you on the way here? Uh, All right, here's what I think. Um, and uh, Fnorg is going to stand up. Or, sorry, Grog, I did it. Grog um, <laughs> is going to stand up, uh, sort of get ready to run towards his father, and I'm going... I'm going to drop the clip out of my stun pistol and chuck it at this guy's head. Oh! Oh, wow. Okay, I need you to do a roll, then. Uh, I need I you to do so. co- coordination and athletics, please. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, so that is a 14. 14 is no but, uh, which How means much- that... Let's let's spend a couple of them uh, them all points. One right story now. point will get you up to yes, but two will get you up to a, just a straight up and down success. I'll take a yes, but if it distracts bad guy. So that's one point. Uh, yes, but 
Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take the one point. Uh, yes. So yes, but um, how do we want to do this? Yes, but he, the weapon hits him in the face. Um, but the gun lands within reaching distance of him. He is able to now grab that gun. No clip. Uh, there's no clip, but that's gotcha. how do you know he doesn't. Have, how do you know he doesn't have a clip of his own? I've got story points. I can spend them how I want. How do you know it's the same gun? All right. Anyway, I'm gonna keep <laughs> running towards my dad and let other characters do character things. And get what it. is everyone else doing right now? Okay, why don't you go? You, you, you've, you've, uh, yeah. I'm doing slow mo. Uh, yeah, the the conveyor belt. Fnog is on the conveyor belt. There is a bank of computers with a a a, a tall, pale, bald man, uh, uh, in a in a very nice suit, uh, kind of uh, now holding this this stun gun without a clip in it. Um, what would you like to do? Pro- probably follow him. Bat ready. I feel like that's a very carry. Like, I mean, you... her last thing that she did was bust open the 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 floor. So, I mean, this is this is only okay. a progression. From there. Yeah, maybe right. can give that conveyor belt a thwack. Nice. Okay, uh, Travis and the Doctor. What uh, what do you want to do? I'm gonna look around to see if there are any of the pseudo transmat pads in this location, like ones that haven't been moved anywhere else yet, that are kind of like that are like around. It's funny, yes. if you had not asked that, I was going to do the exact same thing, but please, it is all you. <laughs> I actually Get think you and I yeah. can do this together, because I was going to use Gee your more. beautiful, technologically adept brain for part of my plan. Cool. So, um, your gorgeous gamer brain. Oh, yes. stop. <laughs> it up. Bluetooth yes. that sweet brain. There is a stack in the corner of this very same warehouse of those same uh, hastily assembled, cheap knockoff transmat pads. Um, there's one on the ground not far from the computer that the guy is sitting at uh, that is plugged into the computer system, um, but the rest are kind of stacked up. Some are in boxes, some are wrapped in bubble wrap, and some are just loose. I'm going to look at Travis, and I'm going to, hey, Travis, you know that pad that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. I'm going to chuck my Sonic to you, and I'm going to go, make it work. And then I'm going to run, I'm going to run towards uh, Fnark. All right. Um... Let's start. Let's go back to uh, to Grog. Grog, you reach um, you reach Fnag. You and Carrie uh, reach Fnag on the conveyor belt uh, with the Doctor uh, also approaching from uh, from another direction. Actually, you know, and... I guess if they're if they're going for Fnag, I'll run for the guy that's like running the okay. system. Yeah, perfect. Um, and yeah, Fnag Fnag looks at you. He's strapped to this thing, and he says, "You son, you got to get me off of here. You got to get me. I'm, I'm I can't get free. My all, all three of my legs are strapped down. All seven of my arms." Yes, we oh, Dad, always speaking the obvious, and I'm going to try and uh, unwind the ropes off of him because I would, I would, I would imagine he's yes. tied up or some sort yes. of thingy. Uh, yeah, as I'm, you're, I'm getting as, at that. As you're doing this, you uh, uh, Fnog turns and yells to the the doctor and says, "You've got to get him away from that computer. He's going to overload the transmat system on trope. He's going to make every transmat pad detonate. It's going to kill thousands." This oh, it sucks. It's funny. I had a very similar idea. Oh well, Travis, that's the opposite of what I wanted you to do. Just to be don't. Clear. Oh, don't, don't worry, okay. don't worry. I've okay. got an idea. Okay, I'll, like, <laughs> Please I'll, I'll don't turn you. my home planet into apocalypse from the DC movies. <laughs> oh, well, I Travis, like I it. guess you could say that someone who trusts you has left you in charge of something. Anyway, you um, would say exactly that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, between the Doctor and Travis, who wants to do their thing first? Let Travis go. 
Okay, go for it. Okay, so yeah, so Travis now has uh, the Doctor Sonic, his own Sonic uh, Game Boy, and the uh, Stazer. So using a combination of all three in whatever magical configuration mm-hmm. uh, you, the writer, will have to figure out. Uh, basically, <laughs> I'm going to program. I'm going to take the, uh, the the transmat we have, and I'm going to get copy the basic programming for it, and I'm going to write a subroutine that all transmats that have this onboard computer should activate at the same time in the nearest sun. So I'm going to activate all of the transmats on the planet to transmat themselves into the sun. Interesting. I love that very, very much. I love it like a father. Um, Go ahead and give me ingenuity plus technology with your uh, the buffer being left on your own, I think it's reliable. That's a free that story is. point that I, I, That's, I automatically oh, gonna... yes to automatically oh! to automatically raise my whatever by uh, a success. Oh no! Oh, okay, cool. Reading their traits again. How dare they? No, um, <laughs> no don't do that. And then uh, go ahead and I have add add plus two. We'll call it plus two for the Sonic. Yeah, and I have uh, my tech adept. You have tech adept. Uh, what else you got on there? Um, Do you even need to roll? Just it's a yeah. <laughs> I don't think brave would actually fit in for this one. I think I think just those two. But so what's I the think, thing? I, what's the thing that you get when someone that you trust leaves you alone? Someone who trusts you gives you that that that's the story point. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead and give me ingenuity and technology yeah. with the plus six buff that you have. Uh, cool. So that means just going in, I'm going in with a 15 before I even roll the dice. What are you, the doctor? All right, then. Sweet guys, <laughs> then, maybe... Oh my god, I rolled an 11? <laughs> nice! Oh. Yes! So, yes! 26. Perfect. 26, plus it gets bumped up another success because of my uh, devotion. Nice. That, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so... that is straight... Beautiful. Yeah, that's that's a yes and. Can what, I can my thing? Okay, do you describe your thing, but I have a, a thing I want to be happening simultaneously to that happening. Sure. Uh, yeah. So again, sort of with this, you know, weird toolbox of uh, you know uh, things in front of me. Uh, I, I, I take I take the Sonic and I point it at the thing, so I get the base software, and then I put it in the in the Game Boy, so I can use that as a timing mechanism and trigger, and uh, just you know, you go to a wide a wide shot of where we are and you just see all these boxes of transmats just started to like activate and shake and then just sort of like like implode disappear upon themselves and like you pull mm-hmm. out further and you see all of trope and you just see all of it happening all over the planet and then just in uh you get this wonderful view of the sun and uh it's peaceful and it's serene and then all of a sudden it's about the size of a starship all of these transmats just appear right in front of it, but it's immediately burned up as it's exploding, causing, uh, let's say, a green explosion that we can see from uh, from Trope itself. That's beautiful. I'm going to say that yeah. while that was happening, because I'm going to say yes. in the time that it took Travis to program his algorithm and stuff like that, I made it to where the baddie was at the, at mm-hmm. the desk. And uh, I do a fake out where it looks like I'm going to like push for him and so I'm assuming he's going to, like, try to defend himself and, like, put his arms up to stop me or whatever. And then mm-hmm. at the last second, I shift my body weight and I shove the computer into that transmat that you said was right by him. And so yes! I'm sending his computer into this series of transmats that, that, that Travis has created. 
That's fantastic. I'm not even going to have you roll for that. That is fantastic. That's such a good idea. Yeah, you you push his computer system into the transmat and it blips away just as the uh uh as it falls onto the pad. So everything everything blips away except for the conveyor belt and the the blue box goods. Um and the 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 villain stands there and he goes, "No!" And I and I say, "Pooh!" I say, "Your assets have been seized for copyright <laughs> okay, copyright uh, infraction. Infringement? Infringements, that's what it was. Okay, let's, let's stop, Stocks let's edit, let's put, an edit point in, let's put an edit point in right here, and then <laughs> oh, I, right I go, your assets have been seized for copyright infringements. <laughs> no one will ever know that I flopped that line. No one will ever know. It's 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 the secret to everyone. Uh, yes, you do that. Uh, the the villain uh, is kind of standing there, just kind of stunned by what you've just done. And Fnarg walks over with a pair of handcuffs and he claps them on the person. He says, "Martin Freeman, you're under arrest." <laughs> uh, and before um, before he's led away, uh, I'm going to walk over to the incredibly named Martin Freeman, uh, and I'm just going to say, "Pick a number from one to three. Uh, two. Perfect choice. I'm gonna kick him in the gut with my middle <laughs> leg. <laughs> uh, Grog, I, I have to say it, it is it is not good to kick someone who's already in custody. Um, but you know, that's. Oh my! I'm sorry. He stole my dad. And yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I admit I have a bit of an anger management problem. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, two, I will say Grog. Exterior... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As I cut to exterior, the blue box warehouses. Sometime later, I have, I have crossed of... out the blue box, and I I yes. to say bad bad box, bad yeah. bad box. <laughs> I love that. A consortium of independent detectives are taking uh, uh, are taking Mo- Martin Freeman into custody, and the warehouse of blue box is being uh, nailed shut for good. Fnag is standing there. Uh, facing his son, and he says, "Oh, thank you for coming to find me. I didn't know you were going to go on. It always gets so good. I'm going to pull him into a big hug because I'm used to how how soft he gets. Cry it out into my shoulder. Oh, Dad, oh, that's my son. That's my son. Just give him a big slap on the back. Saying that's my son a lot." Um, and then Fnag pulls himself together and he says, thank you, Doctor and Travis and Carrie, where we've we met before. <sighs> Canonically. Oh yeah, this is Carrie. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I walk up to Grog and I, I start fishing around in my pockets and I will spend a story point for this if you don't, if you, cause I don't want to deal with, I don't want to do a resourceful pockets roll for this. Um, I, I fish around in my pockets and I go, Grog, you did a very good job today helping us find your father. I would say that you, Grog, played a critical role in this happening today. Uh, but I, I would like to give you this. And I, I hand him a sticker that has a bumblebee on it. And it says, unbelievable work. <laughs> you can have that as a freebie. I'm not having you roll. I'm not having you spend story points. You give Grog the, the sticker. Yeah, I think it. Grog, uh, I imagine you put it on Grog's lapel in sort of like giving a, an, an award to a, to this kind of way. Uh, and, and Grog looks at it and looks at you and just a single, uh, tear, 
uh, goes down uh, uh, his face. Grog does not do big cries. <laughs> or maybe he does. I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. Grog is... Uh, Grog... Uh, much like uh, parents and 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 kids, he's 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 he keeps his his sadness to himself. He's more of an angry. <laughs> Can I? Angry I want to do something. Can I spend all ten of my story points for a post credit scene? Yeah. What, what is the post credit <laughs> scene that you want? To do? Yes. <laughs> while 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 there's this emotional moment, I uh, Travis turns to Carrie and says, "You know, I I think they left the keys in that car." What do you say we go for a ride? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, rock on. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, I still oh, don't understand no. this Here's reference, what happens. You Here's guys. what happens. Here's what happens. <laughs> that, you do that, and we jump in the, the henchman's car, okay? And the doctor turns to Carrie, and she says, Rhodes, where we're going. We don't need roads. And then she drops down her sonic sunglasses, and then the car picks up, and we just see it fly towards the camera, and that's that's the end of the shot. That's the oh end. My, I thank end of the sunset. Yes, Riley, you're the, just the, you're the, just the song that that plays us out is 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 the end of uh, Greece, where they're like, we go together. That's the <laughs> as like as my car. No. And then I'm going to spend my story points for a post credit scene. Samuel L. Jackson turns around inside a room. No kidding. A green Samuel L. Jackson turns around. I'd like you to join the Grog Avengers. Um, the Arg Avengers. There it is. The Arg Avengers. Yeah. Yes. The Arg Avenger Initiative. Yes. Um, that, la- ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, thank you so much for joining us in our very first ever live stream show. Um, it's been an absolute joy. It's been fun watching the chat. As well, there's been a lot of love for for Fnog in the chat, a lot of love for really Grog love in the chat. Um, uh, Sandy commenting on uh, says, "I'm not sure if it's more or less creepy to see Ben do the Fnog cry in person." Listen, I have this face all the time. I I, I have to look at it. Um, <laughs> I, for those who don't know, like we we had to stop recording for a little bit the first time Ben did the Fnog face because we were all laughing <laughs> so hard at it. Like, we could not get. I, I mean, you can hear some of it on the podcast, but it was there was at least ten more minutes of us That's not. Like, yeah, that was a chunk. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the first time I've ever seen you like cry laugh, right? Like you were just like you just like that laughing where you can't even a form words yes. anymore, and you yeah. just like you just are struggling to breathe. It was it just, just comes out of your body I laugh. Oh my god, it was funny. I'm so sad I missed this. Well, good thing all the episodes are available uh, at the Game of Rassilon. Yes, if you are are, uh, in the audience, if you are joining us for the very first time, if this is your first experience, do please check out the show. We are available on your favorite podcasting apps, or you can go to adventuresintimeand.space and listen to the full show there. The first two seasons, there are 38 episodes, making up 19 adventures, two live shows, uh, that's all available to listen to. Season three started a couple of weeks ago. We are dropping episode three of season three this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon. If you've enjoyed this, if you enjoy the podcast, do please check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Pod. Um, we're doing behind the scenes content. We're doing Ask the GMs. Uh, we're doing occasional like one shot adventures. Riley ran a, uh, a class inspired uh, spin-off adventure. The first episode dropped this Wednesday, just gone, and it's I, I I edited that one and listening to it again. It is such a joy 
to uh to to, to listen to that it's so, so much fun um and... i'll also just interject quickly uh you can also find the uh entire back catalog of game of wrestling episodes here on our youtube page yes i just spent the last week making my laptop make all kinds of very very stressed noises um <laughs> so uh let me know if any other videos aren't perfect and i will fix them um but i just wanted to make sure we had the whole back catalog up here too for folks who uh, prefer um, to, to check out the cover art while they're, they're listening or, you know, it's easier than grabbing all those various apps for some folks. So, and those are, uh, yeah. we love that cover art. Michael, uh, does the majority of those correct? If, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. Yeah. They're... Uh, the next actually our episode three will be the first time I have commissioned someone to do yes. uh, album art. And uh, is our uh, very, our very fan? favorite fan artist, Krista. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, very excited. Kristen has one. often done some great fan art of our, of our characters. Beautiful. And so once you hear the episode, you will, and I think, I think that the, the cliffhanger at the end of the last episode might indicate why we brought in a guest artist for yes. it, but I, it'll be more fun once you see what happens. Mm-hmm. It was a very fun choice. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah she's uh, I will never get over Carrie and Travis doing the bodyguard <laughs> scene. It was forever my phone wallpaper for so long. <laughs> and once I can convince this rest of the team you guys will get the naked pictures of my cats that I send the rest of the team whenever <laughs> you guys donate yeah. on Patreon. We'll just turn the Patreon so, into a cat photo yeah. feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kay keeps sending Honestly, cat nudes, which are actually just photos of cats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know how, how this um, the, the fur thing... Anyway, uh, yeah, so we have a strange repository of cat photos that I may need to release at some point. Yeah, well, because, uh, because I, Kate, I, I, every time you, Kate says they get another cat photo, but then they actually don't get the cat we, photo, we get the cat, we get no, the I, cat photo. I selfishly hoard yeah. the yeah. cat photos. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because, you, know, uh, you know. It's true. I think our the, the, Charlie, the higher, I think our, Charlie keeps like on his hard photos. drive as his business. Yes. My cat. The, yeah. the higher you donate, just so you know, the more explicit that cat content yeah. is. And <laughs> oh, I we should actually see that cat belly? personal in my cat belly. Yeah, Speaking, in my yeah. cat's yeah. belly. Not Speak- my cat belly, but my cat's belly. Yeah, yeah, the belly of the cat. I'm gonna say, speaking of of patrons and cat content, I'm I'm happy to give away this spoiler about my exclusive Patreon adventure, yes. in that Michael plays his own cat Charlie as as it's part true. of the story. Michael incorporated. I gave I gave Michael uh, the the option of playing an animal sidekick, and he chose to play his cat Charlie, and it was very adorable. So much fun, yeah. so much fun. editing that was cats. delightful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the joy of fostering senior cats is that I got to also play a teenager yeah. in the, the young adult uh, adventure, even though I was yeah. a cat, which is very fun. And, and all Nelson... of our... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. All, all of our patrons get access to all of that, correct? We, we Yeah. Uh, so yeah. even even just we a minimum donation, yeah. you know, we know it's super tough yeah. for yeah. people right now, but if Join you are them. able to do it, you get access to all of this. Um, we've, we've sort of been uh, compiling uh, lots of content. Uh, and hopefully we can continue to put that out at a at a steady pace um, because we enjoy doing this stuff. And as a thank you for supporting the show, um, we can't wait for you to listen to this stuff. Yeah, we're actually yeah, recording the first episode of our next exclusive adventure next week. That's going to be GM'd by Michael, and we won't say anything more yes. about it. But uh, we're very excited oh, about it. Oh God, I'm so confident. Um, you can do it. Also, a cool thing for the the feed. I I uh, for patrons, I will. Uh, release the grog sheet uh, that is not showing up on <laughs> uh-huh. thing, you can bring grog into your own game and uh wait is it grog it's grog yes. I, i've been it's saying grog the whole time yeah me too and That's i was what, like uh, wait they just i've they been just typing Travis. it that on the have show. we all 
It's all fine. Right, well, I figured it's because of the accent. All right. Well, everyone, thank you yeah, for joining us for this is. rehearsal. We're going to do the real show now where yeah, we yeah, say right. uh, yes. Grog's name correctly. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. So, this has been very so, good for like camera So David, put an edit point in right here and then we'll come yeah. back and we'll, we'll retake it or we'll say the name Grog. Perfect. Perfect. All right, thank you, thank All right you, everyone. I love it. Thank you Wait, so much. Wait, where can we to... find before oh. we leave? Uh, where can we find everybody else on the show? Um, yes, please. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's right. We should do that. I guess. Let's I guess start... I can go. Oh, we don't have to. Yes, Kate. Yeah, no, let's do that. Yeah. Where can we find Kate? You are uh, not the least important. Oh, I am. Come on. No, Travis. <laughs> No, Shut Dan. Okay. His, his name is Dan. <laughs> I know. Did you not know that his name was Dan? Dueling companions. Oh, no. Oh, crap. Morgan's his asking for a FNOG sheet. I will make sure a FNOG sheet is made available on the, the chat, on the, the uh, Patreon this week. Wait, oh, yes. Kate, where can we find you? Yes. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say you can find me on IG at lady underscore three times lay, so L-E, if you don't um, know how to spell that. Uh and I just wanted to drop in a little thing. If you uh, want to help out your fellow Asians, please donate to Red Canary Song. They're a great organization that has always existed, and they're just really doing some excellent work right now. There's also a GoFundMe going out around for AAPI. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, hashtag stop Asian hate as well as hashtag stop white supremacy. Oops. Absolutely. She's right. Yeah. Uh Michael, where can we find you? Oh, oh, me. Um I'm right here. No, uh you can find me <laughs> at Michael Nixon on the various socials media, um, and also on this show. And also I've done some guests on Wibbly Wobbly Dicey YC, uh bringing various other fictional characters into the Doctor Who game system. Uh and also correcting the grievous error of the twelfth Doctor source book, not including a sheet for Santa Claus. We yeah, that's wild. Had to fix that. It's wild that they just it. didn't put it in. Um, um my my understanding is that Santa's like a character in a dream, so it was very I don't get it either, but whatever. I guess um, that actually makes sense because it. Santa like yeah. is basically a, a Deus Ex Machina, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If we were gonna play Santa in the game of Rassalon, we would not build a character. It would be like the the the, Speak the for guest yourself. characters in next serial that I did almost spoiled just there, um, they would just operate on story rules. They don't really need yeah. shit. But anyway, um, yeah, I've talked too much and not enough about stuff. Find all these other people doing their stuff. Yes. They're more important than me. Bye. Uh, Riley, where can we find you um, on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at Riley J. Silverman, and you can find me on tw- on Instagram at Riley Silverman, and you can find uh, the work. I'm, I'm a member of Ripley Improv, and our, as, a, as a company, we just... Uh, wrapped our our 16 episode first season of Heartbeats, which is an improvised hospital drama. It was very fun. I got to guest star on two episodes because I, I joined the group late into the run of the show, but I got to be on two episodes of it. And you can find that actually right here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube on the Ripley Improv YouTube channel. Um, and that's great. We have we're going to be doing uh, some some fun one-off shows for the rest of uh, for the month of April and then we're coming back nice. in May with a secret news series that I'm very very excited about it's it's a genre that is very near and dear to my heart and the format is very exciting it's really utilizing uh, the zoom uh, OBS format that we've been using in a very specifically like tailored for online way so I'm very excited about it. that's all I can say about it for now but uh yeah follow us uh, go ripley ripleyimprov.com and yeah I just looked this up and it, it says the game of Riley Salon. What is what is this? What yeah, is yeah. This? Uh, so I'm, I, it's actually a show where I'm playing a character named uh, Professor What, and I will a be doctor. traveling. Uh, through, yeah. <laughs> 
was gonna joke about how heartbeats that you're not playing the doctor you're playing a doctor. yeah i can on heartbeats i'm playing just... i'm playing i'm playing a do- i'm playing dr ashley love on heartbeats and so oh, yeah it is a well yeah because well there was already so uh jessica lynn birdie who created heartbeats along with mary shifo from star trek uh they created the show together and uh uh jessica Mama. played uh annabelle love and then i play annabelle love's half sister ashley who joins in uh, later in the season perfect so. nice Dan, Dan, what's your deal? Uh, you and can... now I've said your name at the same time as Michael. I own Michael's soul. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DunePook. It's like Dan Peck with O's. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to promote uh, except these wonderful people who I play the game of Rassilon with. And uh, yeah, I just realized, Dan, we have to do a, when the when the Dune RPG comes out. We're going to have to do Dune Pook, but like, oh yes. Pook? gonna be good oh my gosh we're gonna have to go the sands of a rat i i never have a problem the spice always flows for me it's great it's it's just it's just just the benefit of my nickname so yeah yeah they also just announced a transformer rpg i've been seeing ads for that yeah no transformer sorry terminator (laughs) very funny so we all will be able to play with the dm pecticons so that's actually gonna be perfect i have a very funny quick story that i'll tell because why not um when i was like 11 i wanted doom the video game for the pc and my dad went to the store and came home with dune the uh adaptation of the movie game but it was a it was almost like a a real-time strategy game that was insanely hard but i loved it and i ended up loving that game and then i got doom and i enjoyed it so good oh that's funny because one time i i wanted uh i can't remember the name of the original game but i i wanted this really awesome violent fighting game my mom only let me play lee trevino's putting challenge so (laughs) i I (laughs) and you can find me on social media uh i'm i'm ben padden i'm on instagram i'm on twitter i am infrequently on tumblr um i most of the stuff i'm working on at any given time is available online mostly it's it's this at the moment the game of rassilon uh but my girlfriend mandy and i uh, mandy is, is the back streams. there yeah, uh, streams. will be launching a podcast on thursday hopefully um we're gonna be doing a, a rewatch podcast of the nanny yes. uh the the sitcom starring fran drescher where and we've we've been talking about doing it for a while but now that the show's coming to hbo max it just makes sense for us to time. time I, yeah, I know what you're all thinking. Yet another yeah. podcast about the nanny, but I promise you, I this know. one is going to be a take like you haven't seen before. It's this yes, because it's going to space is flooded, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, that that show will be called Out on Her Fanny, and I will be tweeting about that during the week. And we're going to be doing two episodes a week. They're going to be short episodes, but they are going to be uh, twice weekly, hopefully. Beautiful. And that's it. Uh, thank you for everyone for for watching the stream. If you have been watching, thank you so much. If you are catching this later, thank you for checking us out. And uh, you're all wonderful, beautiful people. Uh, uh, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. You're all thank unbelievable. You, <laughs> Bye. You're breathtaking. Bye. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking.